Well, welcome everyone to Crime Quiz Live, presented by Writer Types, the crime and mystery podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Eric Beatner, and this is S.W. Loudon, and we have three worthy competitors today. Sue Ann Jafarian writes multiple series, including the Odelia Gray books and the Ghost of Granny Apple's Mysteries. But don't call her cozy, and she's going to show you just how hard-boiled she is today. Her 12th Odelia Gray mystery, Too Big to Die, was released in December, and we're sad to say that it looks like this is Odelia's last outing. Is that true, Sue? No. No, it's not. It Rumors is are not, not true. Rumors are not true. Good. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Yeah. Fake news. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Uh, is there a number of books you have in mind for Odelia going forward? No, but there'll definitely be a number 13. Lucky number 13. Lucky number 13. Excellent. Fantastic. That's great news for all of us fans out here. Also joining us is Rochelle Stab, the president of the Los Angeles chapter of Sisters in Crime and also the author of the Mind for Murder series of Paranormal Mysteries. And she is going to try to conjure up some black magic to win here today. That's right. So, Rochelle, do you believe in uh, the occult and ghosts, kind of like your characters? Totally. No, I don't. Well, I believe in one thing. I seriously, seriously believe in parking fairies. Really? Uh, really. Honest to God, if, when, if you pull into a parking lot and you say, okay, parking fairies, I need your help here, trust me, you will, I never have a problem getting parking spaces. Wow. And they know. So talk to the parking fairies. All the other stuff is all in your head. I'm going to try that. I'm going to get a ticket, and I'm going to hunt you down. (laughs) They won't let me down. Tyler Diltz writes the Long Beach Homicide series starring Danny Beckett, but Tyler himself will be under investigation by homicide after he murders the competition today. (laughs) (laughs) Who do you? I don't write this stuff. Eric does. And he'll be... But Tyler, you seem to have trouble writing very heroic heroes. Why do you like to write about such flawed guys like Eric and I? (laughs) I think I've just read so many books where the main protagonist was too heroic for me to believe. So one, one of my main goals has always been just to, you know, depict things as realistically as possible in my last book. Um... The protagonist got hit in the head, winds up in the hospital with a concussion, and derailed from the case he's investigating for a couple of weeks while he deals with his uh, brain injury issues. So I'm the kind of guy, I'm the kind of writer who is much more interested in the leg wound that, rather than just being brushed off after a few pages, is something that sticks with the character, not just for the whole book, but for the rest of the series as well. I totally agree with you. Well, Steve, I don't want to met, let the uh, moment go by unmentioned because you also have recently released your third Greg Salem novel, Hang Time, and this brings this trilogy to a close. So uh, congratulations, but also, are you a little sad? I am a little sad. Uh, I'm it, sorry, are you sad about the trilogy coming to an end? Not oh, just no, no, I'm fine about that. Okay. Yeah, you know, just in general, yeah, I'm a little a bit sad. Sadness, I, yeah. You know, it, it, it informs my writing. Um, <laughs> it is a bit bitter, bittersweet because I've been writing the Greg Salem character for five or six years now, and so this is the first time that I'm not writing that character. I'm not currently, I don't have a book 
in, in, in progress with that character. Um, and I had to make some decisions at the end of this trilogy uh, that were very tough to make with a couple of the characters. And so it has been a little bit bittersweet, but at the same time, as an author, I'm just kind of proud to have completed three books and gotten them published. So bittersweet is probably the best way to put it. All right, then. Yeah. Well, we are ready to start the quiz. We are here today down at the Venerable Anne's Book Carnival in the city of Orange in Orange County. So thank you, Anne, for hosting us. And for our panelists and for people listening at home, here are the rules. You will each get six questions in the category of your choice. Some are easier than others, and the points go right along with the difficulty of the question. If you choose voluntary manslaughter, that's one point. Pick second-degree murder, and that's worth two. Go for first degree, and you get three points, and 15 to 20 in the joint. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's right. Now, we have been known to put questions in categories that people think should have been worth more or less, uh, so choose with that in mind. We are very unreliable. Uh, But if you try to go all easy and we use up all those questions, that category is then closed, never to return. So choose your questions wisely. But we're not monsters, not entirely. (laughs) We've also given you two lifelines, like court-appointed attorneys here to clear you on the murder charges. You can use each lifeline once, and once you use it, it's gone up the river for life. Your lifelines are Ask the Audience. Now, we have an audience here today that looks very knowledgeable, but looks can be deceiving. Uh, and if you choose to not pull the, uh, the crowd of people, you can get very specific, and you can ask Anne directly, the owner of a bookstore, an expert at crime and mystery fiction. <laughs> All right, so if there are no more questions, I think court is in session. Let's start the quiz. We're going to start here immediately to my right with Sue Ann. Please choose a category. Second degree murder. Going for two points right off the bat. All right, here we go. Which of Rita Mae Brown's three cozy mystery series was co-authored with Sneaky Pie Brown? Was it the Fox Hunting Mystery Series, the Mrs. Murphy Series, or the Mags and Baxter Mystery Series? Oh my God. God. That's the right response, yes. <laughs> that is correct. Can, can I change that to, to voluntary manslaughter? Did, oh, did we you cannot change your plea, I'm afraid. Oh. Yes. This is a cat yes. she's writing with, right? That's correct. Yes. That, I thought get, that. Do I get a point for that? You get negative five. That's correct. I've never which read of any Rita, of her books. <laughs> which of Rita Mae Brown's three cozy mystery series was co authored, quote unquote, with a cat named Sneaky Pie Brown? No Googling in the audience. Mm. Oh, can I Google this? No. Can I Google No Yahooing either. He just said it. <laughs> or Syrian. Whatever you're doing. He just no said the audience. No, he said the audience. He didn't say we couldn't Google. What? You guys can't Google either. Don't, don't try to get us on a technicality. I mean, okay. Sue, Ann. <laughs> you didn't say we couldn't cheat. Um, I'm going to go with answer number two, and that's my final answer. Which is, what's that? Which answer is that? Fox hunting mystery? The no. Mrs. Murphy mystery? That or? one. That one. That is correct. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, did I look out on that one? You're just playing. She's sandbagging you guys. Be careful of her. 
All right, we go down the line now to Tyler Diltz. Tyler, choose a category. Okay, I will also go for uh, second-degree murder. Okay. I want to use all those Soft up. paddling. All right. Yeah, soft paddling. We have another multiple choice for you here, Tyler. Okay. Miss Marple appeared in how many of Agatha Christie's crime novels? Ooh. Was it 11, 12, 13, or 14? Oh. The famous Miss Marple. I should ask, actually know this because I taught a class in detective fiction last year. And I wouldn't brag about that point, if you got it wrong. <laughs> no, I know. I just, it, it's going to be even more embarrassing when I get it incorrect. At one point, I even broke it down for the class. How many uh, Poirots are there? How many Miss Marples? How many of the other various characters? So somewhere in your brain, and this information lives. It is. You tease it out. And uh, 13. 13 is one too many. Oh. Unlucky 13 for Tyler. So That's why I got a sneaky peek question. <laughs> All right, Rochelle, what's your choice? Oh, well, let's live dangerously and just go for first-degree murder. I like the way you think. This one has the word slaughter in it. Um, in Lamb to the Slaughter by Roald Dahl, oh, good God. in what novel way does the murderess dispose of the murder weapon? She persuades the police to eat it unwittingly. She posts it to a remote mission station in Tibet. She hides it in the sheep barn. She builds it into a wall. What is she hiding? The murder weapon. Very and what's the title of the book? Lamb to the Slaughter. I'm going to put it in the sheep barn. As would I. But unfortunately, <laughs> she persuades the police to eat it unwillingly. Honest to yes. The weapon is a leg of lamb, a frozen, a frozen leg, leg of lamb, which she then cooks and then serves. They didn't know for Hitchcock good. on there. Yes. God, they did. Yes. Yeah. All right, one round down. <clears throat> Sue Ann in the lead. Are you going to try to extend that lead by three points or uh, play it a little safer? What do you think? Let's go for first-degree murder, since I knew the last Oh, answer. here we go. <laughs> and it All wasn't right. even mine. <laughs> See, this, this is another one that I, I thought was entirely too easy, but Steve put it in this category, and I think, the, I think we, we Why have is it. Eric so handsome? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Which author that writes the award-winning Ellie Stone mystery? Oh, oh, my God, I'm currently reading one of those. <laughs> Oh, that's James Ziskin, the lovely James Ziskin, Jim to his friends. All right. <laughs> that is correct. But that was too easy. You want to see my Kindle app? It's no, on no. there. No, <laughs> no. I'm, I'm going to ask you a follow-up because that was so easy. In what decade do the books take place? They are period pieces. I know they are. I'm reading it right now. <laughs> it's... I'll give you a few hints. Hey. LSD? Hippies? Yeah, I was. It's got to be the sixties. That's it's correct. Be the 60s. She already got the point. She, yeah, you can't add point. questions on, Eric. <laughs> I don't like that you got that point. <laughs> and I agree with you. That was way too easy. It was. Third degree. Well, but I'll take the three points and run. All right, Sue Ann storms into the lead with three more points. Gosh, Tyler, what are you going to do? I'm, I'm liking the sound of these first degree murder questions. So I'm going to go first degree murder. We wow. warned you that we. Um... Or did we run out? <laughs> No, no, we, we still have plenty more, okay. but we, we are uh, notoriously unreliable categorizers. <laughs> oh, that's part of the fun. <laughs> yes. Okay, so, the film noir The Killers, starring Burt Lancaster, is adapted from what author who is not typically known as a crime or mystery mm. writer? 
Can I switch to a voluntary manslaughter? <laughs> yes, hold on a second. No, 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 hold no, no, on, no, no. hold Actually, on. Actually, I don't want to switch. What? This is bizarre. It's the I same question. Okay. The film noir The Killers, I... starring Burt Lancaster, is adapted from what author who is not typically known as a crime or mystery writer? That would be Ernest Hemingway. And that would be correct. correct. Okay. So basically, I just switched from three points to one point for that response. Yes. Okay. No, no I'm no, kidding. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We wouldn't do that to you. We might do that. We're going to do that. Oh, Rochelle, you are in a hole. What are you going to yeah, do about well, it? Well, I'm going to go for voluntary manslaughter to bolster my confidence. Okay. Uh, that was probably a terrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> the canon of Sherlock Holmes includes 56 short stories and four novels. Which was the second Sherlock Holmes novel? Was it The Hound of the Baskervilles, The Sign of the Four, The Valley of Fear, or A Study in Scarlet? I think A Study in Scarlet was the first one, wasn't it? So, and I know that the... Uh, I should be funny about this, but this is not funny. Right up, I'm battling for my one point. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say the... If I remember correctly, we do have lifelines, don't we? We do. She's a lifeline. Too early in the game. Okay. I think it's a sign of the four, actually. And she's on the board, she's ladies right. and gentlemen. Yay! Yay! My mouth well, Congratulations. Played. Well played. All right, two rounds down. I would have gotten that wrong. <laughs> Sue Ann, brimming with confidence over here. What's it going to be? Let's go for another first degree murder. Oh, look at her go. Oh. Okay. I, ha I have points to spare. Oh, she's going for the <laughs> She's kill. the New England wow. Patriots of the town. <laughs> and I'm from Massachusetts. Yeah. Not that. All right, this, uh, this is one of my favorite questions. This one is fun. Now, cozy mysteries often take place in a business, right? So your challenge here is to name what type of establishment or business where the following cozy mysteries take place. And there's three different lists I'm going to read you here. So the first... In what type of shop or business do these books take place? Death by Darjeeling, Steeped in Evil, Shades of Earl Grey. Yeah. A tea shop. Okay. One down. Don't get cocky. There's oh, two, more. Have to get <laughs> two, two more. Two more to go. All right. How about this business? Sprinkle with Murder, Buttercream Bump Off, Red Velvet Revenge. Either a bakery or a cupcake shop. Well, that's two answers. It's a cupcake bakery. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll take that. Cupcake yeah. bakery. And we would have accepted either one of those. All right, and finally, murder by mocha, roast mortem, a brew to a kill. Oh, those are good books. <laughs> it has to be a coffee shop. That is correct. Ding, ding, ding. Stop it. Uh, first degree murder. First degree murder. What do the characters of Bernie Rodenbar, Keller, and Matt Scudder have in common? They were all created by Lawrence Block. That's correct. That is correct. Getting dangerously close to exhausting the first-degree murder questions here. By the way, my very first book signing that I ever went to was by Lawrence Block in this very bookshop. Wow. Before it was Anthony book Carnival. We've got some history. Carnival. Uh, my very first book signing, Lawrence Block, <clears throat> right here in Orange. What a sweet man. The only conversation I ever had with him was, who are you and what do you want? <laughs> Why did you say that to him? <laughs> <laughs> I started 
started talking. <laughs> and it's like, what what book was he signing? What? Oh my gosh! For three points. <laughs> that will go to Sue Ann. Very good question. It had to be. It was a scutter book. It was. Time's up. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, all right. So to close out round three, Rochelle, it is time for you to choose. What's it going to be? She's making notes. No, it's going to be voluntary manslaughter. Well, okay. <laughs> Tom Ripley was introduced in the 1955 Patricia Highsmith novel, The Talented Mr. Ripley. What was the title of the second Tom Ripley novel? Multiple choice. Was it The Boy Who Followed Ripley? Ripley Underground, Ripley's Game, Ripley Underwater. The second Tom Ripley novel. I think it's Ripley, believe it or not. I don't think that was a choice. Oh my God. You just completely missed that. Um, Anne? Are you, are, you, are you pulling out the uh, Ask Anne card? I am pulling out the Ask right. Anne card. Rochelle's going to ask Anne, have you any idea which the second... No, Anne is drawing a blank. Well, and Google it for God's sake. <laughs> I'll take game. Ripley's game is incorrect. It's Ripley Underground. <laughs> so sorry, Rochelle. Okay. All right, well, that's three rounds down, and we've reached our midpoint. Let's take a look at the scores, Steve. Sue Ann, a commanding lead with eight points. Oh, my God. Tyler, actually not that far behind with six. He's still in the game. <laughs> Rochelle, you have some catching up to do with your lone one point. My dignified one point. That's right. The most important point. That's she's still she's beating on Owen, the board. She's still beating Owen Laukinen. So Everybody it's, is it's still okay. beating Owen Laukinen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for fun, we're going to ask uh, the authors here a question each, and let you guys get to know them just a little bit better. Um, Sue Ann, when when you were on the Writer Types podcast, you made a point not to label you as a cozy writer. Mm -hmm. What are you working on now, and how hard-boiled is it? Oh, uh, I'm actually working on a short story that's kind of in the vein of, like, Twilight Zone. Oh, it's kind paranormal? Of a, it, it, not really. It's more strange. More strange. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm also working on a... Very steamy, the third Winnie Wilde steamy romance. Not working on anything cozy right now. Okay, well, we'll, we'll call the steamy romance hard-boiled. <laughs> <laughs> Something's hard in there, that's all. Something's hard in there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and or moist. Okay, go. <laughs> all right. <laughs> now, Rochelle, uh, as we've established, you you've, <laughs> have written these uh, paranormal novels where there is a believer and a skeptic. And uh, I, I'm getting the sense that you're starting to come around to the belief. If, you're, if, if the parking fairies are sort of your gateway into believing. No, she's giving, okay. me, the, she's giving me the nod. Okay. <laughs> Tell us, if you were to be haunted by a dead author, who would you want it to be? Oh, man, that's a great question. Patricia Highsmith. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to haunt her anyway. I, <laughs> well, that would be a great choice, but I think, oh, gosh. Mm. It's kind of a toss-up between maybe Dashiell Hammett. No, Arthur Conan Doyle. There you, okay. She's going to ask the audience. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what, what would you guys uh, talk about? Stuff. 
stuff and things. Well, like investigating stuff. Okay. And and then and, and actually, well, the, uh, this is serious. I, I mean, I seriously would want to know, like, exactly who inspired um, Holmes. Because there's theories, but I want to know if the theories are true and stuff like that. And would you tell the rest of us, or would you keep no. a secret to yourself? No, but I'd come back and haunt you and maybe tell you in your dreams. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, I think. Um, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Tyler, yes. you write about Long Beach, and in your world, homicide is a real problem. Does every town have a perfect crime pairing? If so, what would the city of oranges be? Oh, wow. That's a very good question. Um, Three points to us, Steve. Yeah, for stumping the author with a question that's uh, not really about him. When, when I met my wife before we were married, we, we did meet before we were married. Um, <laughs> How convenient for you. <laughs> she lived in Orange, and I think I was a, maybe a little bit more interested in her at the beginning than she was in me. So I'm going to say the crime for Orange is stalking. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well played. Nice. That was not an easy question to answer. And he shared something with us about how he met his wife. Yeah, I'm a little bit <laughs> She looks so pretty through the bedroom window. <laughs> and in the trunk of his car. <laughs> Duct tape comes off. <laughs> Now, Steve, you know, like your character of Greg Salem, you were uh, in bands for a long time. You toured around. You, you've, you've literally toured the world. Yes, yes. Uh, what was the freakiest thing you ever saw on tour, and, and has it ever made it into any of your books? <laughs> um, I once had a independent sales associate after a show who I was engaging in a business transaction. This is for... a drug story. <laughs> a drug story. Rochelle read the subtext in that. Uh, totally. Pull out a six-inch uh, length of PVC pipe that had been uh, sharpened on the sidewalk down into a stabbing device and robbed me. Yes. How much money did you lose? Oh, uh, 80 bucks. Yeah, so, so the band was not going that well, is what you're <laughs> That was all I made that year. <laughs> and have you ever, has that ever made it into a short story or any of the novels? Um, no, it has not. Not yet. Not yet. It remains to be seen whether I'll be writing about music any further. We'll see. Thinking of, of stepping away. Do you, don't, you don't want to get pigeonholed. Yes, yes. I'm going to write a, the corporate douchebag murders now because of my day job. <laughs> Well, you're well qualified. Oh, yes. <laughs> Overqualified. <laughs> All right. It's time for the second half of our quiz. Is everyone ready to go? Sure. Yes. All right. Sue Ann, you are currently in the lead with eight points, so uh, kick us off here. What's your choice? How about second degree murder? Second degree murder. Steve, what do you got? Man, you are really good at picking these questions, Jeez. and I'm assuming you're going to get this, but. What was the title of Naomi Hirohara's <laughs> first Moss Arai novel? Do we even need to give her the choices? Oh, we have you, don't. <laughs> you don't. You want to see my Kindle? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we actually consulted your Kindle when we were writing the questions. <laughs> okay, disclaimer. Naomi is a personal friend. Yes. <laughs> Why don't, just for the audience's yes. sake, read them. Is it Gasa Gasa Girl, Summer of the Big Bocce, Snakeskin Shamashin, Strawberry Yellow. Summer of the Big Bachi. 
That is so correct. Uh, I like yeah. the fake uh, suspense there. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm starting a drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're you're picking the questions with my friends in. There. Well, you're picking the questions. We <laughs> we just wrote them down. Uh, all right, Tyler, what do you think? Try I got I got to try and catch up. So if there's a first degree murder question left, I'm going for it. Don Winslow's first five novels centered around which of his recurring characters? Was it Boone Daniels, McDonald Lloyd, Frank Decker, or Neil Carey? Now, after I submitted this question to Eric for the quiz earlier this week, Don Winslow actually posted on social media about this character. True. All five of those books are being re-released. Okay. Because of me writing this question down. <laughs> I'm going to say Boone Daniels. Mm. Oh, God, I wish that were true. Unfortunately, so it is Neil Carey. I wish that were true as well. Oh, Can the audience you, seems, they're mocking you because they knew, and they know that you have I a lifeline. I should have used my lifeline. Yes. All right, Rochelle, I want to let you know there is only one question left in our three-point category. Uh-huh. Do you uh, want to take a chance and try to claim it to catch up? Or Are do you, you winking wanna... at me? No, like, I'm just, I'm like, there's only one left. No, I'm saying there's, <laughs> there's only one left. I, okay, I did, I'll take it. I did not know the answer. Oh. But I, I think you, but he was might. winking at me. <laughs> <laughs> we spend a lot of time together. <laughs> Do your wives The know? choice is yours. No, I don't think our wives care. <laughs> First degree murder. First degree murder. All right, sure. she's going for the three-pointer to try All to right. catch up a little bit. It's another question about a Los Angeles-based author. Oh, God. <laughs> Where you live, I just want to point that out. I know. Author Rachel Housel Hall mm-hmm. published her debut novel in 2002. What was the title of that novel? Oh, no multiple choices. We have choices. people in the audience who No multiple choices. Oh. I'm asking this lady. Right? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 she's saying she, she's trying you to. She's just like nodded, like, yes. I, I, ask the, ask I, the asking the audience. Is anybody? You just put it out to the audience. Asking the audience. She's asking the audience. Who asking the audience? Rachel Housel Hall, come on. Come on. Come on. Jennifer. Anne is furiously Googling in the back row. Yeah, all right. They're scanning the bookshelves here at Book Carnival. Hamilton's right there. I can picture her. She came. Mm-hmm. She talked. Yeah, we're not talking about that part. We're talking about the title. <laughs> she held up a book. She was also. My credit card. She was also on this podcast okay. and talked oh. about this book. You were part of the audience, Anne. If you know, you can chime in. Okay, Land of Shadow. Land of Shadow. <laughs> Ooh, that is a little bit brutal because I believe that's the first book in her series, but was not her first book. That is correct. Oh. The first. Oh. <laughs> this is the most difficult category, except unless Sue asks a question, in which case it's the easiest yeah. The correct answer, of course, A Quiet Storm. And, ladies and gentlemen, first-degree murder is Off done. The table. Mm. Yeah, and I'm the victim. <laughs> There's always a victim, Michelle. There's always a victim. It's true. <laughs> it's going to be me in a second, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. We still believe, Rochelle. We still we think you can steal it. We think you can. Because we have two rounds left. Uh-huh. Sue Ann, start us off here on round five. Voluntary manslaughter. All right. She's going easy because she's trying to just coast to the end. <clears throat> Raymond Chandler was born in 1888 in which U.S. city? This is a multiple choice. Was it Chicago, Cleveland, New York, or Los Angeles? Very famous for writing about Los Angeles. Was he born there? Who's to say? 
I know his grave is in Los Angeles. Does that count? Is that a clue? It's in, I believe he's buried in La Jolla. Is that not true? Oh, La Jolla? Yes. I want to say Cleveland. So close. It is in the Midwest of Chicago. Oh, that was oh. my second choice. Oh. I knew he did, wasn't born out here. All right, Tyler. Uh, let's go secondary murder. <clears throat> Scandinavian writer Joe Nesbo is from what country? Is it Sweden, Norway, or Iceland? Norway. That is correct. All right. Is, isn't it Yo Nesbo? Do you, do you actually pronounce the J, isn't it? I don't, I don't know. There's also a lot of debate about his protagonist, which we pronounce Harry Hole, but I'm sure that's not the actual pronunciation because <laughs> it's rather disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a quick uh, check-in on the scores. Sue Ann, you are still in the lead with 10. Tyler catching up with 8. Rochelle, have... let's just not mention that. It's your choice again. <laughs> I am proud of my one. As you should be. I really am. She's on the board, Eric. She's on the board. Yeah, she is. Not a you and I don't have any points. That's true. Right? She's beating us. I'll go for second degree murder. All right. Now, we will give you 87 guesses for this next one. Uh -huh. Who is generally credited for creating the police procedural genre? There was a clue in the question. Yeah, 87th Precinct, but oh. who wrote it? Aha. Mm -hmm. There's only about 30 or 40. <laughs> I believe she's used both I of her lifelines. I already burned <laughs> all of my lifelines. I'm floating out here in the middle of the ocean by myself. <laughs> the audience knows this one and knows it well. Just, uh, I think you have a lifeline left. Oh, my God, look it. I found <laughs> one. They're trading lifelines, which we did not oh, say was illegal. That's right. That's right. Yes. Ed McBain. Ed McBain is correct Woo! for two points. Now, one of the unspoken rules was actually Tyler gets those points because that was his. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> Seriously. No. If this game ends with me three points ahead of everybody, you can then take those three points away. And put them where? Exactly. Nowhere. <laughs> In, in, in the title of that Norwegian yeah. guy's book. That's <laughs> Straight into Joe Nesbo's protagonist. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're heading into the final round here. Sue Ann in the lead with 10 points. Tyler right on her heels with eight. Rochelle with a respectable three. Sue Ann, what's it going to be? Second degree murder. Second degree murder. All right, here we go. Author P.D. James is best known for her detective novels featuring police commander Adam Dalgleish. Dalgleish. Da uh, Adam. He's, his name's Adam. <clears throat> Dalgleish. Thank you. Dalgleish. Our question is, what do the initials P.D. stand for? Here are your choices. Is it Pamela Dorothy, Phyllis Deborah, Pamela Delilah, or Phyllis Dorothy? Or police department. <laughs> Wow, I should know this because usually my books and hers are right next to each other on, uh -huh. the, on the shelves. Oh. Anne, help me out. Oh, she's going to ask Anne. You'll still love me anyway, right? Well, <laughs> I, it does. You can answer. It doesn't mean I'm going to accept that answer. <laughs> okay. I have an answer, but I want to see what you say. Um, because of the author's 
generation, I'm going to go with Phyllis Dorothy. Phyllis Dorothy was one of the choices, and that is Anne's suggestion. Is Phyllis Dorothy? Do you accept that, or you want to go with your own? Wow, this is tough because I was thinking Pamela. Um, read them again. Is it Pamela Dorothy, which seems to be the way you're leaning? Mm -hmm. Phyllis Deborah, Pamela Delilah, or Phyllis Dorothy, which is Anne's suggestion to you. I want it to be Delilah so bad. I know, but I don't think it is. I think it's the first one, Pamela whatever. Pamela yeah. Dorothy. Yes. You should have listened to Anne. Oh. <laughs> it is Phyllis Dorothy. You know, I was doing better when I wasn't with my lifelines. <laughs> In fairness, she gave you the answer. She gave me the answer. I was too stupid to take it. Tyler, this is the moment of truth. You are behind by two. <clears throat> so the best you can do is tie, in which case we will go to a tiebreaker. Do you want to go for the tie? Or? I definitely have to go for the tie. All right. So. Bring it, big guy. So, we are in second-degree murder. Tony Hillerman and Craig Johnson both write novels about the new American West. Given the settings of their books, would their characters ever run into each other out West? I'm going to say, I don't think so, no. That's correct. The answer is no. Oh. Oh. Why? Because um, Wyoming, Wyoming and Arizona and Mexico. So we have a tie, but just to be uh, completest about it, Rochelle, we're going to give you your final question. See if you can improve on your three points. Is it worth points. 15 points? This question is worth 27 <laughs> points. Murder, she wrote, took place in the fictional town of Cabot Cove, Maine. Uh -huh. Where was it actually shot? Oh, you're kidding. I'm not. Los Angeles. Close. Maybe a little further up the coast. San Francisco? Yeah, maybe a little lower down Santa the coast. Santa Barbara? <laughs> I'll take that. Mendocino, California. Mendocino? Mendocino? You know, I take exception to that, actually. Because, because in Franklin, Franklin Canyon, there have been scenes from Murder, She Wrote, filmed in Franklin Canyon. There you go. I know yeah. that. It's a technicality. All right, one point. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That thing you know that even because of your hiking, that's your exactly hiking right. adventures. I oh, follow you on that's Facebook. That's exactly right. You can't hide from me. Speaking of stalking. <laughs> All right, so we have a tie between Sue Ann and Tyler. So we're going to ask you a tiebreaker question, and we'll even throw you an extra lifeline, which is you can ask Rochelle. <laughs> Why did that get a laugh? So we, we will ask you the question, you will write it down, and then uh, when we say reveal, you will reveal it. And if we still have a tie, we'll keep going. And, it, and if, 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 now the rules are that we learned this in Toronto. If there are two tiebreaker questions and it still ends up a tie, then well, I Michelle gets the win. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But if I write it down now and they both get it wrong and well, I get it right, then I get the win too, right? Sure. <laughs> I, I like this. She, uh, got, so she got to negotiate after all. Wow, that's okay. <laughs> Here we go. Janet Ivanovich writes the By the Numbers series about a bounty hunter, hunter named Stephanie Plum. Before Stephanie became a bounty hunter, what was her job? Was she a college professor? A lingerie buyer? A bank teller? A shoe saleswoman? Don't rub it in, Rochelle. College professor, <laughs> lingerie buyer, bank teller, shoe salesperson. All right, they're writing that. Sue Ann's already locked in. 
Tyler's writing his answer. We are ready to reveal. Sue Ann, you wrote down quickly. What did you say? Lingerie buyer. Tyler, what did you, I you said took a little shoe longer. salesperson. <laughs> the correct answer is lingerie buyer. And our winner is Sue Ann Jafarian. the worst thing? Yeah. I started writing lingerie buyer, oh. and then I wasn't sure how to spell lingerie. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was going to have to hold this up. And I was so sitting I next to him. I thought you were hitting snapping me. Snapping my bra strap. <laughs> I thought you were hitting me in the arm. because He I was just, that God understands Tyler. why he turned bright red and started, <laughs> started sweating. That's it, exactly. That's it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, a round of applause for our fantastic <laughs> And another round of applause for Anne and Anne's book carnival. Thank you for hosting Yay. us. If you find yourself in the city of Orange or anywhere in Orange County, come on by. They've got uh, it, it, there's too many books to choose from, frankly, and including books by all of our guests and uh, mine and yours, Steve. So come on down. That's right. Well, thank you everyone for playing, uh, and we will see you on the air at Writer Types. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. Thank, thank you. you.